0: And just like that, the Dumbbell Debrief is back. I hope you guys are excited as I am. I wanna apologize for the amount of time that has passed. I went back and looked at the last episode that was posted and that was on March 14th, 2019. So over a year ago, um, I'm just gonna own it and apologize. And I wanna hopefully get back not hopefully, but I am going to get back and really bring this up to speed and hopefully kind of keep you guys in the known as far as what I'm thinking in the world of physical therapy and sports performance. So let's bring you up to speed really quick because I haven't talked to you guys in over a year. So currently I am two clinical rotations away from finishing my Doctor of Physical Therapy degree. So that will be exciting. That has been a long time coming. With that said, I'm in a transition point. I'll be transitioning into the physical therapy world as a physical, therapy, physical therapist, but I will absolutely never ever leave the training side of things, the sports performance side of things, In all reality the two really need to be blended together anyways so just because i'm transitioning into that does not mean that i'm leaving the whole training world behind other than that since the last time i talked to you guys the name of my business has actually changed it was larish rehab and performance and it is now performance redefined i changed that because it really felt to me like it aligned with my vision of what I wanna do and how I wanna impact the world of physical therapy and sports performance. As a result, I want to really redefine how physical therapy is done and the approach and the environment and I wanna redefine how sports performance is done. And there's a lot of different components that go into that but that's really why I ended up changing the name and I'm really proud of the name and I like the name and I like the logo Um, and I, I changed social media and actually going into social media that's what really got me to make this episode because today if you didn't see on the performance redefined social media I posted about revisiting the slab the slab is an acronym for the Single Leg Alternating Bridge. Now let me back up for a second and give you kind of the why behind I'm revisiting the slab. I had the opportunity to speak with a colleague of mine and he asked me a question and we were talking about my assessment approach and what do I do how do you know what to do and it got me thinking and I kind of gave my answer and I actually didn't bring up the slab but today it kind of hit me and it's something that I kind of forgot about but I really believe that everyone as far as physical therapists strength and conditioning coaches personal trainers are missing the boat if they're not utilizing the slab during their assessment so Like I said, single leg alternating bridge. I have a video posted on my social media if you wanna see what that looks like, but I'll give you a brief overview here of what it would look like if you were looking at the video. So you have the client or athlete go up into a bridge and essentially they're gonna straighten one leg, bring that leg back down and then straighten the other. So essentially they're doing a one-legged bridge, but they're not coming down. So what they have to resist is the transition point of that whole alternating pattern. Why is this so crucial? Why is it so easy? Because this is a 15, maybe not even 15, maybe 10 second screen that can show you instability and weakness in all three planes of motion. That's sagittal, frontal, transverse. There's not a lot of screens that really give you that much bang for your buck in a really safe position because you're on the ground, it's not loaded, and it will really help guide you where you need to go next. So let's quickly go over what you'll see in that assessment, in the slab. So when they go to raise their leg, if they have a sagittal plane deficiency, they will hyperextend their lumbar spine, or, but not, probably not, round out their back, kind of collapse and fold in. Typically, they're going to hyperextend if they have that sagittal plane deficiency. Moving on to the frontal, if they have that frontal deficiency, you'll see more of a side bend. You'll see more of lateral flexion throughout the trunk, or they may even shift their body out so they redistribute their center of mass. That would be more of a frontal plane deficiency and lastly we all know the most difficult the transverse plane that will be shown as a rotational component typically when they go to raise the leg that hip will rotate back now hopefully we all know by now with the three planes of motion it comes with the prerequisite the transverse plane you must have Frontal and sagittal stability with frontal you must have sagittal so transverse. We need all three so This will help really show you where their deficiency is and where their weakness is and then you know Okay, they have a frontal plane weakness, but they actually were able to hold the sagittal really well so I know I don't need to spend as much time on that sagittal plane and we can kind of go to that frontal. So whatever they present as, that will kind of give you your plan as far as what you need to continue to work on to really improve and make a a truly resilient program. And I've done an episode on the slab and I've done articles on the slab. The main takeaway from all this is that I really want you to use this as just an easy and quick gross assessment. Tony Robbins says, the enemy of execution is complexity. A lot of times we have these assessments that are super complex, the patient doesn't know what's going on, they feel awkward, they feel weird, you may get lost in everything. So instead of adding that layer of complexity, try the slab, let me know if you have questions, but try the slab, see where their deficient is, deficiency is and then really start to attack that deficiency and then retest at a later date so it's a super easy way to get that gross screen to work on stuff and then reassess to see where the progress is and that will give you a resilient program that's not lacking in these plane of movements deficiencies so I strongly encourage you to see the benefits that the slab can provide, as well as help with the overall direction of your programming and coaching. As always, I'm here. If you have any questions, I'd be more than happy to answer any. And again, I really appreciate all the patience with the amount of time that has gone, but I'm excited for the upcoming episodes and the overall growth of this podcast.